0: Well, praise God. Well, God is so good. Uh, this is my healing service. Uh, you know, the first Sunday of each month, I minister on healing. And because I think that we all could stand to walk in more health. Amen. Amen. And uh, I don't know about you, but I still get attacked every once in a while with symptoms that will try to attack my body. How about you? Amen. Amen. And we live in a mortal body, but we have to... Uh, you know, start believing that Jesus paid the price for our healing. Amen. And so uh, today I'm going to talk to you about fasting and prayer for healing and that, you know, fasting uh, is, is a big key, fasting and prayer, but fasting is, is really getting, getting uh, you know, it, it's removing the things out of our lives that's, that's not good. You, 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 you're, you're fasting... Um, uh, the 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 what we're trying to do this year is and in this fast is, is let go of some of the junk, amen, amen. amen. And we know this that um, that when you eat right, amen, and uh, and 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 do the right things in your food choices, you're going to be healthier, amen. And really, they, they've done studies and they found that Americans are the most sickly people. Um, in, in all the nations. We're the, one of the wealthiest countries in the nation, but we have more sick than anybody else. And why is that? Because um, we can overindulge in stuff. Amen. Amen. We have so much to our, at our hands that, you know, it's, it's easy to, instead of buffet the body, we buffet the body. And I don't know about you, because I, I do a lot of intermittent fasting, As you can see, I'm very fit. No, I'm kidding, but uh, I do a lot of intermittent fasting. I do fight the battle of the bulge. You may not believe that, Um, but I think we all do um, because it's easy to gain weight, and um, just looking at food can cause you to gain weight, (laughs) and you know what I'm talking about, and so you got to fight just to stay fit. Isn't that right? It's a fight just to stay fit. And it's a fight to stay not just physically fit, but it's a fight to stay spiritually fit. Okay, I'm speaking now. I'm talking now. It's a fight to stay spiritually fit. And it's easy to go downhill. You know, any dead fish can float downstream. It takes a living fish to swim upstream. And so really in this walk of faith, you're going to have to learn to swim upstream, and, it, and it's going to take some effort. It's going to take some sacrifice. Amen. It's going to take doing some things you don't want to do. Amen. I, I don't always want to go to the gym. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm constantly fighting with myself. Do I really want to go in today or don't I, do, I, do, I, do, I, do I? And I'm sitting there, and sometimes I call my brother up, and I'll talk to him. Hey, what you doing? And he, and he said, what are you doing? I said, I'm sitting in front of the gym. And he said, what are you doing now? I said, I'm just trying to get the courage to go in. You know, I'm just trying to get there. And we're just talking and I'm just sitting in the car. I'm, I'm just, I'm just like fighting myself. Do I really want to go in today? Is there anybody like that? I, I know that was you this morning. Do I really want to go to church today? Uh, do I just want to catch it online and do that easy thing? Amen. And uh, And so sometimes we battle and, I think we got to be very careful because our flesh can knock us out of the grace and the glory of God, Amen. and so we really need to make sure that we're not uh, allowing our flesh to knock us out. So in this fast, this twenty-one day fast, I want you to focus on some goals for this year. What are you believing God for? What What are you? What are you believing that God's going to do in your life this year that maybe you didn't see last year? In other words, start writing down your goals. Uh, start believing God. Maybe it's something for your family. Maybe you're praying and fasting for your children and for them to come into a revelation of God. Maybe you're fasting and, and, and praying for a relative or, or a friend or uh, even, even to see revival. See, I want to see revival. I want to see people flooding into the church, amen, and getting saved and running to the altar. I want to see that. I don't want to have normal church. I don't even want a normal life. How many people like normal? I don't want normal. I want exciting. See, that's what we do is we revert to watching all these TV shows and we're trying to get life in the TV shows and the movies. And really, God wants us living life. I found out when I went to um, uh, Bible school, um, I, I didn't uh, for two years, I spent, you know, uh, about three, two, three hours in, in Bible instruction, um, and then spend time reading the word. and I worked while I was out there in Oklahoma. So I worked 40 hours a week, and I went to school,, uh, you know, and I was in school and in Bible and all that, 20, 25 hours a week. And uh, I found that I never even watched TV. I, I missed some of the major TV shows back in 1996 and 98. I didn't even know they were on. Amen. And, uh, but I, I really didn't miss anything because God was, re- was revealing himself to me. I was going out in pr- prayer services. I was always doing something with people, praying with the saints, doing all this stuff. And my life was more exciting than me trying to get excitement in the TV set. Hello, are you hearing what I'm saying today? Have you seen that new series? Why don't you start living the series? Why you, yeah, why don't you start living the series? You know, you know, it gets exciting when you start casting out devils out of people. It gets exciting when somebody slaps you in the, in the face because they don't like what you're saying. You know, it gets exciting. You know, this life is supposed to be exciting. It's not supposed to be humdrum, amen? So so, we, so so fasting, uh, we need to start believing that God's going to do some things. So have a fasting plan. Um, uh, you know, there's, there's a couple different types of fasts. I'm just going to hit on that. Um, one is an, uh, an absolute fast. And we know this, that, that there are people in the Bible that fasted just an absolute fast without water. And so I don't really recommend that. But, but you can do that. You can live. But it's uh, but you know check with your doctor, but uh, but that is really if you're a healthy person if you can do that for 24 hours that's a very that's like fasting for three days, on water Fasting one day, uh, with no water just it's called dry fasting, but your body will will actually it will heal, your body will start to heal itself amen, right. and so it's absolutely good so so pray about maybe doing maybe a little bit of everything and then there's the you know, then you have, you know, the, the, the partial fast, and, and, and that's the Daniel fast. And uh, we know this that in the book of Daniel, Daniel and his three friends, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, uh, they uh, were taken from Israel and they were put in the king's you know, uh, courts to uh, train and to be the king's advisors. And so what the king did was when he conquered a nation, King Nebuchadnezzar, he would take the very best uh, of the people and he would train them up to be his advisors. So that was pretty wise. And so he, uh, he found Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He found these four Hebrews and, um, and they came together and uh, they were feeding uh, the people that they were pulling from other nations that they were conquering, you know, the king's wine and the king's rich meats and all that. And, uh, and Daniel and his three friends wanted to stay pure and, and, and not, you know, in, engage in that. And, the, and Daniel went to the, the head eunuch that was, you know, over them and, and said, you know, uh, you know, can we just eat, you know, vegetables and, and drink water? And, of course, the guy said, you know, if you guys look bad and, you know, if I let you do this and you guys look bad, it's off of my head. And, uh, and then uh, Daniel said, "Well, listen. Just test us for ten days, and see if we don't look better than these other guys that, that that's throwing back the wine and eating the red meat." And so, after ten days, they looked better. Their, their, their skin was better. They were more vibrant. They had more life in their eyes. So, I'm believing that that when we go on this fast, starting today, that you know we're going to eliminate the donuts. We're gonna eliminate the sugars. We're we're gonna we're gonna get lean and mean. In the spirit realm. Amen. And uh and, and so we're gonna eliminate some of this stuff that's really bogging us down and keeping us from being our best. And God wants us to be the best that we can be in this life. And so and so we need to get lean. And so what what they did was uh they 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 Drink water, and I want to say this, on your fast, drink plenty of water, amen. you know, and at least eight glasses of water a day. Why? Because there's, there's two pillars of health. There's a lot more than two, but there's two of them out of, there, there's more than two pillars, but two of them is rest and water. <laughs> Getting proper rest, yes, sleeping, amen. If you can sleep good and get plenty of water, you're, you're ahead of the game. Most people are too stressed out. They don't sleep good through the night. They wake up. Anybody like that? Don't raise your hand. Amen. So, uh, and people don't, you know, they don't, they don't rest. And this fast, what you're doing is, when you go on a fast, and depending on what type of fast you do, could be the, 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 the Daniel fast um, with, just, uh, with, with just vegetables, no meats, no, no, no breads, no sugars and just healthy stuff, um, uh, you, you know, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to eliminate the junk out of your life and hopefully your body is going to start responding in a positive way and, uh, and, you, and your body will. At first, it may not. When you start to fast, you may, may hurt a little bit, but once you get past the pain, you'll start seeing some pleasure. Amen. I remember I fasted without coffee one time and it hurt me. I, I I went without coffee it was about four o'clock, and all of a sudden my head started pounding bam 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 I'm like oh my god i think I'm, i said to my wife, I think I'm addicted to coffee, you know and um, my body was going through some withdrawals and uh but uh, but after a while, if you go two or three days of uh, of uh, 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 major pain <laughs> It doesn't take that much. I'm not. I'm not trying to scare you, but uh, it's probably just a few hours. Normally, the first day is the hardest. The second day's easy. The third day's hard. The fourth day's easy, and then the fifth day. If you can go five days without food and just drinking water, after five days, you're not even hungry anymore. Right. And you may ask, how do you know that? Because I've done that, and I I did a 21 day fast on water, and I lost like. 15 pounds, man, I look like a model. My Lord Jesus. And, um, <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm a legend in my own mind. But I'll continue. <laughs> Is it a legend out of, out of time? A legend in your own mind? We've got to be very careful we're not legends in our own mind. Amen? And, uh, but uh, I found after five days, I wasn't even hungry anymore. And I, and I was, and I was actually walking in a lot of energy, and I was sleeping like a baby, waking up every two hours crying. No. Um, I was sleeping really soundly, glory to God. And, uh, and, and I'm telling you, it was a wonderful time of fasting and, and, and prayer. And what happens is that when you do that type of fasting, if you're going to do a water fast, um, what, what you're doing is you're eliminating the toxins out of your body and, uh, because your your cells takes in a lot of junk, so what you're relieving those toxins out of your body, that's why it's good to sweat and work out. And, uh, and also, your body is burning fuel, that's your fat cells, and that your fat cells are, 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 are fuel that you run on that energy instead of running off of carb energy. Yeah. And, the, and, and, and science tells you now, now all the gurus are, that that's into. Um, intermittent fasting, uh, they tell you that this is, is the best way to run your body. Those that are in a ke- ketogenic diets and all that saying that if you burn fat as a fuel, your body is going to run much better and, um, and you're going to have much more energy. And um, so, so, so these are some good things. So, so let's get back to this. Uh, Daniel and his friends, they, fat, they, they basically were on a fast. They were eating good. And the, and the Bible says that when, when they came into the king's courts and the king you know, examined all these people that were being trained up to, to give advice and, and to run some parts of his nation, he, they found that Daniel and Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego had more wisdom, had more insight. Uh, they, were they were ten times, can somebody say ten times? Ten times, ten times. Ten times greater than uh, their contemporaries, so I, I don't know about you, but I like the edge, and I want to be ten times. I want to be multi. How want to be unlimited? How many people would like to be? How many people would like to be ten times? Glory to God, Amen. Are you here? What I'm saying? Ten times more organized, Amen. Ten times more efficient. Ten, are you listening to what I'm saying to you? In other words, ten times greater in your occupation. Ten times, I mean, you're able to do things so much better than other people. Amen. Why? God can put that grace on you. And I and I want that grace on my life. I want, I, I want a greater anointing. How many people want a, want a greater anointing on your life? I mean, I I mean, I want that greater anointing. I want the greater grace. On my life, I I I want when I walk in the room, devils are running. Are oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? They're like, oh my, Dave, Pastor Dave's in the room. Let's get out of here. Of course, that'd be half the congregation. No, I'm kidding. But, Amen. Um, I I'm just messing with you guys. You guys are here, Amen. And uh, but I'm going to drive out some demons, Amen. You know Jesus, you know cast out demons with the finger of God. Somebody lift up your finger right here. God can put more anointing in that one finger. Amen? Amen? I'm telling you, that one finger can cast out demons. Glory to God. First, put it on yourself. Amen? And then, you know, in this fasting, not only will you receive, I believe you're going to receive some total deliverance from, from habits and things. Amen? You're going to receive deliverance from, from those things that are holding you back from, from, from being uh, in a greater place of grace in God, amen? So, so, so they were 10 times uh, greater, and I want to be 10 times greater. And, and so in this fast, you can do a lot of different fasts. We're not locking you down just to one. One of the easiest fasts I would say that you could do is just, you know, uh, some say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And, you know, that's old science. I was watching a TED Talk last night. Anybody ever watch TED TED talk? And this lady was talking about, um, she was talking about uh, intermittent fasting. That, that was the key. And she's a doctor. And she was saying how she puts her patients on intermittent fasting and how she tells them that they, they, they need to stop eating for 16 hours and only eat in an eight-hour window. And so bottom line is this, is that if you shorten the time that you eat and you lengthen the time that you don't eat, that puts you in a fasted state, and it helps your body burn fat, amen, and it helps you regulate your body. And so she was saying that that's really the, the fountain of youth, you know, for the body is, is intermittent fasting, amen. And so, so, so you could uh, just skip breakfast, amen, and, uh, and maybe uh, just go, you know, and just fast breakfast for the Lord, and instead of eating breakfast, what you'd spend 30 minutes on, spend 30 minutes on worshiping the Lord, reading the Word, praising God. Amen? Spend that time that you would eat uh, in, in getting spiritual. Don't just, you know, just don't put on the news. Amen? No, no. No, put on the good news. Amen? And, and, and then just... That right there would be a big break. I really believe you would receive a super breakthrough just doing breakfast. See, I'm trying to make it easy on you. Glory to God. You say, well, I don't wake up until 1130. Great. <laughs> Amen. You, you only have 30 minutes left, right? My mom's retired and she's in her uh, 70s, I think. Uh, she's not 80 yet, right? And... Um, and I said, well, what time are you going to get up? She said, I'm a little tired. What time? I think probably I'll be getting up about 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. I said, oh, man, it's good to be retired. Hallelujah. Amen. And, um, and so, so if you're fasting breakfast, that would be a good start. Amen. And then start at 12. Amen. And then just eat from 12 and then stop at 8 o'clock. And then that's your eight-hour window. Your last meal at 7 o'clock. And then you have 16 hours of grace time. Oh, you hear what I'm saying today? What, what gets people in trouble when they fast, and I, I'm going to be fasting to probably around 4 o'clock and then breaking my fast after 4 every day. And, uh, and so, uh, so I'm going to fast during the day, but I will be drinking coffee. <laughs> okay. As long as you drink coffee without the sugar... You could drink it black, hallelujah, and people say, fuck, you can do it. I thought that was the only way you could drink coffee. When I was studying for my exams, I had to pass my exams in high school, and I needed to stay up at night, and, and I, 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 my dad's a Navy guy. All I saw him was drinking black coffee, and I thought, that's how you do it. And so, you know, I was drinking that coffee, and I said, because I was doing it for the feel. I wasn't doing it for the taste. You know what I'm talking? I'm talking about. I need. I need that. I need the awakeness. Yes, yes, yes. I need the alertness, right? So I'm not drinking it for enjoyment. Oh, give me, give me a latte, and and you know, people have you know more. You know, they, just add a little coffee to my cream, and you know, and their cream is like this much, and their this much, uh, you know, this much coffee, this much cream. And, and, and oh, glory to God, it's not even coffee anymore. Of course, my, my my man Thomas would beg to differ. Amen. Glory to God. He's he's gotta have cream in his coffee. Yes. Just a little bit of cream. Amen. Amen. And so what am I saying? I'm saying that just, just doing that could change your life. I'm not just I, I'm I'm just skipping breakfast, going eight hours, and doing that for 21 days could change your entire life. Amen. And 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 it could bring you into a place of greater health, glory to God. And it and it could also cause you to trim down a little bit and you can fit in those skinny jeans. Amen. Anyway, we'll continue. But um, are you listening to what I'm saying to you? <laughs> like I wanna, like I wanna be wearing skinny jeans, right? And uh, praise God. And so what am I saying? I'm saying that when, you're, when, you, when you just start off easy, amen, and then work your way now maybe to lunch and then just maybe go with one meal a day, amen, you can just work up to that. And I, and I believe you're going to see greater grace. I remember, I am going off script today, but that's okay. I remember that I was at church and I was, um, this was years ago when I started, I, I, I was a new pastor. I was, I was a, a very green in my walk with God, Christ and so I was at the church, and the phone rang past six o'clock, and I forgot you never answer the phone after six. Okay, <laughs> in other words, you got church hours, and once the church hours, you, you let it pick up, right? No, I'm kidding. But I picked the phone up. I think it was even it was around seven or eight o'clock that night. I was at church late, and uh, I didn't know who it was. It wasn't a member. And she said, uh, can you, uh, I, I need some help, pastor. And I said, what do you need help? She said, I need a demon cast out of me. I said, you do? <laughs> and she says, yeah, I need a demon cast out of me. I've been dealing with demonic problems, and, and, uh, and I want to come out tomorrow because I hear that you can, you can do some things. I said, well, Jesus can do some things, amen. Yes. Um, and I can yield to the Holy Spirit. And uh, I said, well, come on out tomorrow night, and we'll see what we can do. And. Uh, so now I'm like, oh, my Lord, we got a demon-possessed person coming in here tomorrow. Boy, how exciting. Am I, that? I don't normally pray those kind of prayers. I say, God, bring in all the demon-possessed pe- people. I mean, you know, and uh, so she, so I'm like, I don't know if she's going to come, but I'm, you know, I'm green. I'm a little nervous about this, and it's, it's going to be, it's a Wednesday night service, and so that Wednesday I decided, you know, I read the uh, scriptures, in, in, I think it's in Matthew or uh, chapter 9, I think, Remember that, that story it could be Mark nine, but it 's one of the scriptures out there you find it and, um, and i can 't do all your homework for you and so but this this guy uh, uh, this father had a son that that, that had uh, demonic problems, and the son was doing you know the, this, un, this spirit, this unclean spirit was, was, was moving on the son to throw him into fire and in the water and trying to destroy his son it was just you know, it was, it was bad and, and, and the, the father was just up to here with it. And so he, you know, heard about Jesus and he saw the disciples and uh, he asked the disciples to, to pray for his son. And they couldn't do anything for him. They prayed and they, they you know, they cast out demons already. They w- went two by two in Luke 10 and they cast out demons. They, they had good success before, but for some reason, with this, with this young boy. And, uh, and so Jesus, this is when Jesus was up on the mountain, um, you know, with Peter, James, and John. Those three were not part of the, uh, the nine were, was the ones that were praying, but, but those three weren't there. They were up on the day of transfiguration. Remember, Jesus glowed and all that. And so when they came down, the father said, your disciples couldn't do anything with my, my son. They, they couldn't uh, heal him or deliver him. Can you do anything, Jesus? And Jesus looked at him and said, can I do anything? You're talking about the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. You, you, the, the buck stops here. What are you talking about? You know, and, you know Jesus actually said, can, now I, I am elaborating here. He, he said, can I do anything? And then Jesus puts it back on the man. If you have faith, all things are possible. You see, see, see God always, you know, see, we're wondering, can God do something? But God is asking us, where's your faith? Because it's your faith that's going to get the job done. Amen. In other words, it was that lady that had the issue of blood, you know, that, the, the issue that she had with her blood, she, and she went to many doctors, and she was sick for 12 years. She heard about Jesus. You remember the story? And she pressed into the crowd. She said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment. And so she pressed through in her weakened state, touched the hem of his garment as she received her healing. And Jesus turned around and said, who touched me? Remember that story? And power, virtue went out of him into her, and he wasn't even aware of it. In other words, your faith can, can turn the, uh, the hand of God your way. Amen. And so when he turned around, he said, who touched me? Of course, they said, look, uh, Jesus, lots of people are touching you. And he said, no, who touched me with faith? That's what he was saying. See, lots of people are in church, but but there, there's very few people getting things. Amen. Amen. So you can be in church even today and some will get something and others will walk away empty-handed. And the only way you're going to grasp the promises of God and you're going to uh, grasp the blessings of God is you, you have to receive it by faith. Amen. And so when she touched him, she received power. And what did he say? He didn't say my made you whole he didn't say my grace has made you whole he said your has made you whole so hopefully in this time of fasting you're getting close to God you're 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 fasting and praying which means you're letting go of worldly things uh fasting is letting go of some things and praying is embracing God and so when we get more of God in our life, we're going to have more freedom in our life. We're going to have more deliverance in our life. Amen? Yeah. And so we know this, that, that Jesus, uh, uh, the Bible said that there was a crowd coming. So he went ahead and laid hands on the boy and cast that demon out of that boy and set that boy free. Yeah. And then the disciples came back and said, Jesus, why couldn't we do that? You know, you taught us and we've done it before. And Jesus said, this kind comes out through prayer and fasting. In other words, there's some demonic strongholds that may not leave your life. Oh, man, are you listening to me this morning? Unless you get serious and start fasting and praying and believing God that those strongholds are going to be broken. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And so I don't know about you, but I don't want to be like the Israelites going around the same ugly mountain over and over again in the same view over and over again. Every year, the same problems and the same issues. No, it's time to break through into the new you. Amen. It's time to allow the anointing of God to break you through into a new place in God. Hallelujah. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Pretty soon you'll be the pie piper of fasting and prayer. Are you here? And that's going to be, I mean, you're going to have a YouTube channel just talking about it. Glory to God. So what am I saying to you today? So, 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 so he said, this kind comes out through fair and present, So let me go back. So I, I'm, I'm there and it's a Wednesday. And I said, I got this demon possessed lady coming in. And, uh, and I'm not 100% sure she's going to come in anyway. Because people call and they say they're going to come in and they don't show up. But I said, I better get ready for this because I don't know what I'm going to be encountering. You know, you don't know if it's the mad lady of Kadera, you know, <laughs> the, the man, mad, 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 mad Max. Well, or oh, whatever, you know, what I'm talking about. But anyway, I think that's a movie. Uh, uh, you guys have seen Mad Max. Okay. Uh, but anyway, uh, the mad... Lady of Cadere, I didn't know what I was dealing with. So I said, I'm going to fast all day, man. I'm, I'm going to fast. I'm going to get ready. I got into the Word. I prayed. I, I made it a holy day, man. I was fasting and praying and seeking God. And so I didn't eat anything all that day. I, I, I mean, I didn't eat anything. I just read the Word, worship God. And uh, you can say, well, it's nice to be a pastor and be able to do all that kind of stuff. i got to work for a living, you know. Um <laughs> you can do it while you're working, glory to God. Yeah, yeah, you give me your experiences because you do nothing but pray and read the word. I mean, if I, if I was a pastor, I could be a ch- spiritual giant just like you. Well, I'm kidding, but anyway. And uh, so I'm fasting and praying. I know what you guys are thinking out there. No way I can take all day and pray. I got to work for a living, okay. And um, hallelujah. And so uh, so that night, I, 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 matter of fact, it started kicking in, and what kicked in was the anointing. I all of a sudden, like it was like four or five o'clock, I started feeling this what I call this heavenly peace, and all of a sudden I was enwrapped in heavenly peace. And when I got to the pulpit, I was like, I was, I was like in this heavenly peace, like I had no worries at all. I mean, I, I'm telling you, the whole building had been burning down. I would have been like, yeah, fine, all right. We got insurance. Hallelujah. You know, and, uh, and I had this, I mean, I'm, I very rarely experience this peace. Maybe the only way, you know, I mean, people are trying to, you know, people are trying to get peace out of alcohol and out of drugs and out of all this. But there's no peace, there's no high like the most high. I'm, are you hear what I'm saying today? And I had this piece, because I've, I've taken drugs before, amen? I mean, before B.C., before Christ, I've, I was an experimental. I wasn't a drug addict, but I would try a little bit of this and try a little bit. I just wanted to see what it was like, to see what, what everybody was so hyped up about it, amen? But thank God, God protected me in those things. Glory to God, kept me alive, amen? And uh, but, but there's no high like the most high, and I had this supernatural peace. So I came on, on, and I remember that night, I preached on love. I preached on the love of God, and I preached in a really just the peace of God. And then this lady came in that I didn't recognize before. It was the lady, the mad lady of Kadera, right? She came in with her daughter, and she came in, and, uh, and I said, it was time for the prayer time, and I said, anybody that needs prayer, and her daughter and her came up and she said, I'm the lady that called you last night. And her eyes were rolling around. No, I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> her head was spinning. I hate you. You know, no, no, no. You know, we, we think about all this stuff. But, but people that are oppressed by demonic spirits, a lot of times you, you, can't, you don't really notice that unless you have spiritual discernment. And there's a lot of people that just have a heaviness on them. And that could be just spiritual oppression. Depression can be that, you know, and it, it just makes you don't want to do anything. It makes you want to give up on life, and so she was there, and she said, "I'm being," you know, and so I said, "Okay," and I and I, only, I, I barely, you know, you, you, you see some of these TV evangelists, they're in the name of Jesus, you know, get out, come out of our, you know. And uh but I, I just said, in Jesus' name, I barely even touched her. It was like with a finger like, in Jesus' name, and the power got hit her, boom, and she hit the ground, boom, like that, And her daughter was like, ah! you know <laughs> She started shaking all over, you know, you know, because you know, rattling and shaking and all that. And her daughter said, "What's going on with my mom?" I said, Be, I, said I said, "Be cool, God's working, her, working it out." And she got up all you know like. Whoo, glory to God. Amen. And, uh, and what, what, what I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, that fasting, that day doing that, maybe it would have happened if, even if I didn't fast. But I, but I had some faith in my works. Amen. I believed that it could do something. Amen. I believe, and it did. It put me in a supernatural grace. It would have been better than me coming, uh, coming up on stage with my knees knocking. Amen. In fear, like, oh, my gosh. I hope she doesn't run amok in this church, you know. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no if you're going to walk in great faith, you better start walking in great peace. Because no, no, you're not going to have great faith in you, unless you have some peace in your life. And if you're fighting anxiety and, 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 vi- and fighting these things that uh, uh, worry and, and all this stuff, uh, you're not going to walk in great faith. You're going to be focused on the storms of life, and the enemy's what he's trying to do in the last days is get us so focused on the external and the storms of life keeps us from actually doing what God wants us to do, and so and so you know and, and, and focusing on this uh, on the externals uh, will keep us in a will keep us locked down. So, so fasting and prayer, well, I, will believe, I, I will believe, puts an edge on you. So, so you, you need to uh, think about uh, uh, this, this time of fasting, what you're believing God for. Write it down. And Habakkuk it talks about in 2, 2, and 3, it says, write the vision and make it plain. So you need to write a vision this year of what you're believing God for because what we're doing in this fast in the next 21 days is that we're setting up our entire year. We're setting up our year for for the miracles of God. Amen. Amen. You know, a lot of times people see, you you read these success stories uh, of these people that are that are very successful. You, you, know, you, you know, you think about, the, who is it, Jeff Bozos or whatever, whatever his name is, the, the Amazon guy. How do you pronounce his last name? Bezos. Bezos. Bezo? Bezos. Bezos. What a last name. With a name like that, he got probably ridiculed as a kid. But anyway, Bezos. And this guy started out in his garage trying to sell some books. And he almost went broke. And now this guy is like the wealthiest man in the world. We, we see him now, but we don't see him when he was back there. What, what am I saying to you? We, people can see, the, the day that you start walking into success is not the day that you were successful. You were successful when you were walking, when you were walking out your faith and fasting and praying. You were preparing yourself for the day of success. See, we're, we're can I get out of my seat today? We're preparing ourselves you see, the devil doesn't fight you with where you're at. Can I, man, can I talk to you today? Yeah. The, the, the devil doesn't, right now, where you're at, the devil kind of has you in some areas. He, he's not fighting you with where you're at. He's fighting you where you can go. Amen. In other words, there's a place in God that God wants you going, but the enemy's trying to keep you from getting there. Yeah. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? So the enemy's trying to keep you locked down in a place where you're not advancing in the things of God. Amen. And so he wants you locked down. The devil wants you locked down. So God, the devil's not afraid of you where you're at right now. He's afraid of what you're going to become tomorrow. He's, he's afraid of what the influence that you're going to have tomorrow. In other words, he's going to try to keep you from, you, know, you don't need a fast, you don't need to pray, you don't need to read a word. you got to do that every day. In other words, you got to press into the things of God, every day. You have to make room for the Holy Spirit. Yes, amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? See, you know that that lady that 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 uh, in the Old Testament uh, made room for Elijah, right? And she 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 set up a little room for the prophet, and she knew that the prophet would come in town in her house, and she would invite him into that room, right? And so the lady in the Old Testament invited the prophet every time he was in town. The prophet's in town. Invite him over. Set up. Oh, she, she made a special place for the prophet. See, that's if you're going to allow the Holy Spirit to envelop your life, you need to make a special place for the Holy Spirit. Amen. You need to start making a place where you can work with the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. And this lady made a place for the prophet and finally the prophet said... You know, one day, what do you want from God? What would you like? And she said, I don't, I, I'm good. I don't need anything from God, the lady says. I don't need anything from God. And then, then he talks to his uh, protege, Elijah talks to the protege and said, what, What's going on with her life? What does she need? Well, she doesn't have any kids. She's barren. That's it. A kid. That's it. And then Elijah says, You're going to have a baby. You're going to have the prom. You're going to have a, you're, you're, you're going to have your heart's desire. Yeah. In other words, you know, the Bible says that I know the plans that I have for you. You know, God has good plans for us. Amen. Jeremiah 29, 11. Plans for uh, hope and, and uh, a future and not disaster, you know, to, get, to give you an expected end. So, yeah. so, so God has good plans for you. But the next verse talks about that you have to seek Him with all of your heart Amen. and you will find Him. Yeah. Right? So, so so if you want to find the, the grace of God in your life, you're gonna to have to press into some things of God. You may have to get a little uncomfortable. Oh, oh Pastor. You tell me I gotta get uncomfortable? Yes. <laughs> I thought I served the God of comfort. Yeah, in a sense, the Holy Spirit is your comforter. Yes. But but if you're gonna walk in faith, see, God wants to stretch us. Yes. He wants us stepping out. He wants us doing some new things. Glory to God. And and sometimes you don't even know who you are yet. You don't even know the grace, what God has already placed on the inside of you. And some of you in this fast, I believe God's going to unwrap some giftings. Oh, I'm preaching today. God's going to unwrap some things that you're not even aware. Pretty soon you're going to have the Superman cape coming off your... Are you hear what I'm saying today? You're going to be fasting. You're going to be running in to the, to the uh, phone booth, right? Is he run into the phone booth, right? Superman. And then, he, I mean, Clark Kent, right now, we're Clark Kent's. Yeah, right. Well, Lois, we better go get that story, you know. Oh, the, somebody's robbing the bank. Lois, I got to go, right? And so, and so what? And then we run in to the booth, and we come out spiritual man or spiritual woman, however you want to say it. Are <laughs> oh, you hear what I'm saying today? And God wants us breaking. He wants us going from Clark Kent to Superman. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Yeah. It's, it's time. Somebody say it's time. Oh, Glory to God. It's time to start moving forward in the things that God has For us. So so we need to understand this. So we need to get a revelation in our fasting. We need to get a revelation, a greater revelation of God. We need to get a vision of God. And the Bible says in Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. So you got to get a revelation of what God is doing in this day and this hour. You got to get a greater revelation of God because, see, what the enemy will try to do is he will try to get the revelation of who we are to fade away, and he will try to get us caught up in all the uh, drama that's in this life, that's right. and we got to make sure that we're not caught up in the drama Amen. and that we're doing what God wants us to do. Amen. We know this that Elijah, when he uh, when he ministered, and he and remember that that he challenged the prophets of Baal and, uh, and he did a sacrifice. He asked them to do a sacrifice. You guys remember the story? Well, if you don't, he, he had, uh, it was, you know, he had the, the prophets of Baal try to do a sacrifice and call down fire and it wouldn't happen. And then he put a sacrifice down there, put water, drenched it down, made it really difficult. And then he just said, God, do your thing and, and God's fire. And, right. and remember, he killed 400 of the prophets of Baal. And in Jezebel, remember Jezebel? And Ahab, you know, Ahab was the king. He was the crooked king. And Jezebel, and Je- and Jezebel heard about all her prophets of Baal getting killed. And she wrote a little, she, she, she texted him a message. You know, I said, I'm going to kill, by tomorrow I'm going to kill you. You're dead. Right? He, oh, my God. And, and what happened? He got caught up in the drama and what was going on. And what did he do? He ran like a chicken. I, I, I can't believe it. The man had power. Why? He got, he, got fo- he got focused on, on, on Jezebel. Yeah, you, know, uh, you know, just, oh my God. And so he ran. But you know what? Through that process, he, he, in that process, God did take care of him and fed him at the brook and, and with a bird and all that. But he was basically on a fast. And, and God brought him back to his senses and gave him fresh vision. And so what is the enemy trying to do? He's trying to keep the vision of God in our lives. Keeps us from doing what we need to do to move forward in the things of God. And some of you have giftings and talents and you're not operating in them like you need to. Some of you, uh, you know, God wants you to move forward. Why? Because there's so much blessing in it. Glory to God. I never thought that, you know, I mean, uh, I, I would be up here preaching, you know, and but but God knew that God knew what He was doing when He got me into the ministry, amen. Amen. I'm not gonna say misery, but I'm gonna say ministry. Yes, right. Glory to God, because uh, you know where God's grace is, it's easy under His grace. When you're trying to operate in your own power, it's hard, but when you operate under God's grace, it's easy. So, we're, so we have to get a vision, amen? I'm going to say this, don't give up on the process. You may be in the fast for two or three days and I, I'm feeling bad. I'm not seeing anything change and I didn't win the lottery this week. But listen, listen, just because you're not seeing that breakthrough immediately doesn't mean breakthroughs are not happening in the spirit realm. It doesn't mean that you know that. See, see, when when Daniel the twenty-one day fast with Daniel, remember uh, he 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 sought God for an answer of what God was going to do in the future, and so he he asked God, and the Bible says that God heard his prayer and dispatched an angel that very moment. But that angel was hindered by a demonic angel, amen. The prince of Persia. And, and, and they were in battle, and so that angel that was trying to get the message to Daniel was in battle with a demonic force trying to keep the answer from coming his way. Yes. So what am I saying to you today? I'm saying that they, in the process of Daniel fasting and seeking God for those 21 days, he wasn't letting go. He wasn't going to let go. He's like, oh man, after two days, I'm done, let's eat. No, he was like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to let go until I see the promise. Yeah. See, some of us just give up way too easy. Right. We throw in a towel so quick. We don't, we don't keep pressing in. And you keep pressing in until you can't press in anymore. Amen. You keep standing until you, can't, until you see it happen. Or if it doesn't happen, then you just say, well, praise God anyway. Like, you fight as much as you can. Amen. David when he fasted, remember, he uh, committed adultery with Bathsheba. And, uh, and uh, remember that uh, she, she had, you know, his baby. And so, and then God said, you know, this baby ain't gonna make it. And so he fasted and prayed, remember? And so he fasted and prayed that the baby would be saved, but the baby ended up dying. Yeah. See, he did everything he knew in his power to get God's grace. Yeah. But, but, you know, God's sovereign. God had a plan, you know, and, and this baby was, was produced out of, uh, out of murder, right? So God, you know, is a just God. God. God's ways are higher than our ways. So, you know, and so, and so the baby dies, but, but at least the baby made it to heaven. Amen. Amen. You say, well, you know, he made it to heaven because, because, because David said, uh, you know, I can't, you know, he can't come back to me, but I can go to him. So, so David had a revelation that it's not over. Oh, man, that's so good this morning. So you got to get a revelation Amen. that even though you may have a loss... Maybe something was taken from you. It may not be over yet. In other words, there's still a final day of victory. There's a final day of reward. You may may be fasting and praying and saying, I haven't seen it. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what God is doing in the heavens. You don't know what he's affecting in the heavenlies to set some people free. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? You just don't know. You just got to do it by faith. Believe God. Hallelujah. Don't give up on the process. Yes. Expect a fight. Yes. Expect the enemy to come against you. He's, he's going to keep trying to keep you from doing the fast for 21 days. He's going to try to get you to quit and to abort the promise of God. Yes. Amen. See, on this fast, you've got to keep focused on the reward. Yes. You don't focus on, you know, the, the, the misery of the fast because, you know... My, my, like my wife says, I hate fasting. I hate it. Because she loves to eat. My wife loves, I love to eat, you know. How many people love to eat in here? Glory to God, it's nothing like a, ooh, glory to God, a good steak dinner. Ooh. Hallelujah. Man, I was going to bring an empty plate here, you know, and, and a glass of water. I knew that was going to excite you guys. An empty plate, you know, a glass of water. Amen? And the Bible—that just sounds so much fun, doesn't it? And but listen, you can—you can have times of God. In other words, the Bible says, "Taste and see that the Lord is good." In other words, once you start getting a revelation of God and His goodness, food is going to be secondary to your walk. With Christ, it's going to be nothing. Food, yes, it's good. Thank God for food, but it's not primary. It's secondary to the spiritual man that walks with God. Food is second secondary. Amen. No, no, no. Jesus said, "You know, man shall not live by bread alone, but by what every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God." Amen. You need a revelation of God. Look at your neighbor and say, you need a revelation of God. Glory to God. God. Man, I'm going to get you guys preaching. Amen? And so so expect to fight. The enemy is going to fight you on every area. 1 Corinthians 9.27 says this, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection lest when I have preached to others I myself should become disqualified. So in 1 Corinthians 9.27 Paul is saying that in this walk, even though he had revelations of Jesus, even though he had all this going on, you know, he was close to God, had visions and all that, uh, he walked in the power gifts of God, he still said that he had to discipline his body because, he's, because your body can get unruly and out of control. Amen. And so you got to make sure that you're telling your body what to do and your body's not telling you what to do. Like I almost got in an accident trying to get to Starbucks one day. There's a Starbucks here, you know. You, know, you don't, are you listening to what I'm saying? I almost got in an accident. I almost went up on that thing. Lord Jesus, I saw a Starbucks. Coffee was calling me. That's, Amen. I might have to fast some coffee. Oh, man. God bless. Jesus. Glory to God. Maybe I'll do a dry fast the first day. Water fast three days. Just do all the fasts. Just do it all. Do the the dry fast one day, three days with water. Glory to God. And then do the rest, the Daniel fast. No bread, no meats, no sweets. Just Water and steak. Hallelujah. Is that good? Would that be good, John? Okay, Amen. Water and chicken. Amen. Actually, it would be just vegetables. Amen. Ugh. Amen. But anyway. <laughs> Do you know what? Listen, I'm, I'm trying to finish. can't finish it up. My wife and I, we, we, uh, we eat at, um, what's that place that we eat at? Um, Ruby Tuesdays. I used to eat at Jason's, but that salad bar is not open, so forget about it. But anyway, uh, Ruby Tuesdays has a salad bar you can eat at. Anybody ever eaten at Ruby Tuesdays in here? And, uh, and so what popped up, it was so beautiful, uh, it was like a blessing from God. What popped up, on because we have, uh, we're part of their little, um, like you get, get emails sent to you from Ruby Tuesdays, you can be part of the club. The Ruby Tuesday Club. Amen. I, I highly recommend it. Amen. And, uh, and they'll send you all these discounts and all that because I, I like getting a deal when I'm eating. I like buy one entree, get the other free. Right. Let's eat. That's the time when you eat. You get, the, you get the break. Right. And so and so they had this. They said for the next uh, for the whole month, you can have the salad bar, which is normally $10 for the salad bar. All you can eat salad bar it costs $10 over there. You can have it fifty dollars, and you can eat every day this starting Monday, till the thirty-first. Every day, uh, free, free salad bar, fifty dollars. So I I figured it out. uh, It's the fourth. You know, you got what? How many days do we have in this month? Thirty-one days, right? And so, what is that? Twenty-seven days. So twenty-seven days. Well, it's the fourth, so it would be probably twenty-eight days that you could eat a salad at Ruby Tuesday for 50 bucks. I just go in and fix it up, amen? So I'm already got my Daniel fast. Of course, my, my brother said, yeah, but you can pile on so much salad, it would be like t- 3,000 calories, and you're knocking yourself out of keto, and you won't even get anything out of it. Okay, well. <laughs> yeah, you know, you get the salad. You know, Anybody ever get a salad and you, t- you put it about this high? You just throw it all in there. You got that salad, like, oh, yeah. You got the croutons. You got all that. You got, you got the, uh, yeah, what, what is it? Uh, my, my wife likes the pasta. So you, you put all pasta in there, right? And, oh, my gosh. And my, my brother says, that's not even a salad, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she has the pasta, and they got it all in there. They got, like, about 50 items over there at Ruby Tuesdays. So I'm going to try to, I'm going to make sure it's clean, all right? She's not going to have the pasta. All right, well, okay, we'll continue. But what am I saying? God just set us up for salads for the next 28 days. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? What am I saying, man? Man, I might have to invite some of you out to Ruby Tuesday. I buy you salad and I get my salad for $1.78. I already figured out 28 divided by 50 bucks is like seventy-eight a salad. Regularly $10. What a deal. Amen, I love that. But anyway, we'll continue. So, so we have to expect a fight, amen? So what am I saying to you? Do everything you can to alleviate the fight. What do I mean by that? Uh, today, when you get home, get rid of those Oreo cookies. Get rid of those potato chips. Put it all in a trunk and lock it down. Put it in a lock box And say, this cannot be opened until our love feast Uh, on the last Sunday of this month, when we get together, then you can bring all the chips and you can bring all the junk. Amen? Glory to God. I'm not going to be eating it. But, if you know what I'm saying? Cheetos and I... But anyway, all that... How many people like Cheetos out here? Oh, my God. And uh, the worst for you. The worst. You don't want me eating that stuff. My God. And so, so again, uh, lock it all down. Why? If you don't see it, you're not going to be tempted by it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Listen, somebody say, I'm trying to quit beer. I'm trying to get, and then you open the refrigerator and, and you got the Heineken sitting right there. Drink me, drink me. Like, how are you going to fight that? No, you get rid of it. Get rid of everything to keep the, to, to, so when you open the refrigerator, it's just water. <laughs> and salad. <laughs> God. Are you listening? What do we got today? Salad and water. But you know what? You're going to be so healthy. You're going to be, we're going to have the skinniest church in Virginia Beach. Glory to God. We're going to have the healthiest church in Virginia Beach. We're, I'm telling you guys are going to be like super people. Glory to God. Because you're going to break out in the anointing of God. Amen? In 1 Timothy 6.12, it says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed a good confession in the presence of God. So, so what, is, what, is, what is Paul saying to Timothy? We've got to fight the good fight. We've got to lay hold of eternal life. Uh, uh, we are to confess. Now in this fasting, uh, we're going to be praying and praising God. You need to be doing that, and you need to start confessing some Bible promises, those Bible promises of what you're believing God to do in your life. And you need to start confessing them out loud and speaking those during those days of fasting, because that's what God's going to move on is His word. Amen. So when you start and that's called s- supersizing. I think. Uh, your fast. It's it's <laughs> super sizing. <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's it's gonna cause your fast to go better when you start confessing the promises of God's word. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a couple more keys and we're gonna close down. I, I still have a little bit more. I'm gonna have to finish it next week. But um, but I want you to get to, to read the gospel of John starting today, uh twenty-one chapters in the Gospel of John, and, and read through the Gospel of John all through this fast. That's minimal reading. Minimal. So, so you, you're allowed to read some Psalms and Proverbs or read any more part of the Bible that you want. Amen? We're not going to hold you back on that. But read the Gospel. Glory to God. The Gospel of, of John, 21 chapters, and, and study that every day. Glory to God. That, that's, that's what I'm going to encourage you to do. And then I'm going to encourage you to pray and get together with different people. We're going to have special prayer services and all that. And we're going to be praying before the services. Tonight we're going to have a special service of praise and prayer and worship. And you're invited to come on out. Amen. I'm going to have uh, as much Perrier that you can drink. Hallelujah. And, uh, anybody like Perrier in here? Anybody from France? Okay. I'm gonna have Perrier in the icebox back in the red ice box. Glory to God. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? You come in, you can even click it open. Drink a Perrier while you're worshiping the Lord. Amen? Why not? It's gonna be wonderful. It's gonna be refreshing. Glory to God. And we might even have some wabbit food for you tonight. Amen? We'll have something. My, my wife's going to make something. She's going to make, she was going to make this morning. God, I got to close this down. Some kind of like little bars, these keto bars, and it's going to be so delicious. We're going to start doing all that next Sunday. Instead of donuts, we're going to have all the keto food, and it's going to almost taste like dessert. I'm going to say this, and I'm closing down. It's okay to eat dark chocolate because choc- dark chocolate, I'm talking about over... You know, at least over 60 percent. You want to get something like 60 or 70 percent dark chocolate. You say, "Well, that's not even candy." Cho- chocolate is not candy; it's actually a food. And dark chocolate will actually uh, will help your 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 blood, your blood pressure, and, and all this. And there's and there's healing elements in dark chocolate. Thank God. Hallelujah. So I want I want to encourage you. To get some dark chocolate, any dark chocolate people out here? My God, i mean, who wants to water it down with milk? (laughs) I mean, I'm all about purity. I I want pure chocolate. Glory to God. I was—I was eating some some keto, uh, and you could do chocolate almonds, Mm -hmm. chocolate covered almonds. Man, my my wife bought me some chocolate covered almonds. I was I was on the phone last time. my, my brother John, because he's like the keto guy, and um, he's always doing that keto fasting. I, I never see a result in his life, but anyway. I <laughs> but uh, I, I was asking him about these almonds, you know, and they were keto, but they had sugar in them. So I want to encourage you. There is a, they make a chocolate bar. You can get over at, um, at Kroger's, and it's by Lily's. And, and she put stevia in her chocolate bars, right? So get the chocolate Stevie bar. I will have, I'll bring some out, okay? I'll, I'll bring, I'll get, I'll pass some out maybe in every service. I'll make, if you're here, um, the first one they can get here, I'll, I'll pass out a bar, let you guys fight for it, amen? And, and make it fun. And, uh, and so, but Lily's, uh, it puts out a chocolate bar over, you know, try to get something over 70%. And I'm telling you, it's going to be very healthy for you. So, so Pastor Dave is allowing you to have vegetables and chocolate. My Lord. And black coffee. And I'm telling you, you guys are going to be like Superman in the, in the spirit realm. You believe that today? Yeah. Amen. Did you receive it today? Yeah. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, I just thank you, Lord God, that we're believing you, Father God. We're believing you for. For, for, for breakthrough. We're believing you, Father God, for, for, for breakthrough in relationship breakthrough. We're believing you, Father God, for divine connections this month. that You're bringing divine connections into our lives, Father God, that people are, are connecting with us. We're connecting with them. We're bringing the gospel to them. They're coming in and they're connecting and bringing their giftings into the Sea Life Church. I thank you, Father God, for we're praying, Father, that, that you're bringing relationships to our neighbors and our co-workers and our relatives, Father God. In, in other words, Father, you're bringing them into the kingdom of God. I'm I, I believing you, Father God, for, for, for people coming into the kingdom of God during this fast and all through the new year. I'm believing you, Father God, for divine healing, Father God, not just uh, divine health, not just healing, but divine health. And I'm believing you, Father God, that long-standing issues will be crushed this month, Lord God, that people will be delivered from back issues and and, and, and knee issues and and any issues that they might have with their body. Father, I'm believing you for miracles this year, Father, and this month. And Father, I'm believing you for financial blessings. And I thank you, Father God, that you're opening a door for financial blessings, not only this month, but all through the year. And Father, we're standing in agreement for supernatural grace For great grace in Jesus' name. Perhaps you're watching online. Perhaps you're here in the audience and you know that you need to bow your knee to Jesus. You need to put Jesus first place in your life. And Jesus hasn't been first place. Uh, you've You've been at the helm. You've been first place. And it's time for you to move over and allow Jesus to be the pilot of your life. So if that's you today and you're willing to bow your knees to Jesus, Just say this prayer after me and mean in your heart. Say, dear God, I believe, Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. I believe, Jesus, you were raised from the dead for my justification. Today, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for saving me. And Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.